Joining us now in our studios is a local attorney, former Northfield City Councilor, David Ludisher. Good morning, David. Thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for uh, letting me come in today, I guess. You have, uh, the reason why I have you in is uh, you have recently uh, filed an actual lawsuit against, uh, well, maybe you could explain this. It's against either, the, is it against the city in general or two individuals? Uh there's actually two things going on, Jeff. One is um, there's a lawsuit against just Rhonda Pownell and Lynette Peterson for their vote on the charter amendment back in November. And then there's the what I would call the major lawsuit, which involves uh, the work that's being done. I call it bikeomania, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, building bike paths and sidewalks all over the place. Is that gotten to the actual lawsuit yet? Has that been filed in uh, Rice County Court? No. Uh, the people involved in that, and I'm not the main litigant in it, uh, they just came to talk to me. They wanted to work with the city council, so they said the last thing we want to do, the very last thing we want to do is take a lawsuit. What we would like to do is just air our grievances and have them listen to us and get get the council to reconsider what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did prepare a document that was called Complaint Prior to Litigation in hopes that it was clear that they don't want to litigate and that they want to talk to the council. Um, but that hasn't gone anywhere. Where is the process at? Are we pointing, uh, they're, they're tearing up the streets and, and, and such in that area, aren't they? That, uh, the, has the work begun? Yeah, the work has begun. Um, yeah, the work has begun. I, I guess the easy way to say it is the council has ignored the petitioners. There were 1,100 people that signed a petition saying that they shouldn't go forward with it. And that petition, once it's filed with the city clerk, requires the council to act. They can do three things. They can hold a vote. They can scrap the project altogether. Or they can um, modify the project. And the council did none of those three. What they did is said that they thought the petition was insufficient, that it lacked certain things, and decided to go ahead anyhow. Now, they could have held a vote. That would have been the proper thing to do, I think. You know, when 1,100 people petitioned saying, hey, we want you to reconsider your decision, certainly if I were on the council, I'd say, well, 1,100 people have spoken. You know, that's more than 10% of the population. Why don't we just let them vote? But they didn't do that. Now, holding a vote, do you mean a, like some type of special election being held, or are you talking about a vote within the city councilors themselves? No, a special election. Um the statute says that if you do this kind of work and they're proposing to go in debt, $31 million is the overall project debt for Bicomania. Um, and if you go in debt, the city then has to let the voters vote on it. And there's some exceptions under the law, and one of them is a certain kind of street reconstruction like they're doing now. But... They can't go forward with it if the petition is filed saying we want to have a vote. Now, you mentioned $31 million. Where did you get that number? That was their, that's their five-year plan. So this year, I think it's $5.3 million. But uh, in order to approve this, without, in order to get this passed without voter approval, you, ha- you have to have a plan. And so there's a five-year plan. 
that cost $31 million altogether. So over the next five years, they plan on doing a different part of town every year. And that's standard procedure when you're rebuilding roads, is that correct? What standard procedure? That you have a plan, and each year you uh, implement part of that. Uh, I know the uh, the city and also the city of Dundas has uh, done uh, recently uh, pavement management plans to reconstruct roads. There, there, there will have to be road reconstruction somewhere every year. Uh, if not, we're going to get behind. But uh, what, you know, so... Is, is, yeah, can I stop you, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, please explain. Um, what, what often is the plan, and I was on the city council, so I know a little bit more about it perhaps than the average person, but they can do mill and overlay. So a lot of times you'll see... And, the city was doing this for many years. You take, go into a street that's kind of ripped up. You just take all the asphalt off the top, and you have these big machines do it, and then you lay down new asphalt. No one's going to complain about that. you know. And we had a plan to do that. This is actually to make new streets, make new curbs, put in, move, move utilities, you know, um, put in a bike path, put in sidewalks. This is a street reconstruction. It's not a mill and overlay project. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, let's talk about the, uh, uh, the lawsuit involved there. It's not actually a suit now. It hasn't been filed. But where, where do you go? I mean, the roads, uh, the council's moving on. The roads are being torn up. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything that can be done to stop that at this point, is there? Well... You know, the first place that it can be stopped is with the council itself. Mm-hmm. Saying, first of all, um, hey, you're ripping up my front lawns. You know, some of these people are losing half their front lawns. Um, you know, that that could be a factor that the council should consider. The fact that it's so expensive. where the Where's the money going to come from? How are we going to pay for this? What's it going to do to our taxes? So the council is really the first step. Hey, people, listen to us. You know, you had an open house. We we said we didn't want it. You went ahead anyhow. Now that we've petitioned, listen to us. Because they haven't listened, I have been authorized to go to district court and to ask the court to rule on whether or not they violated the law by going ahead with this plan, even though the right number of people, in fact, twice the number of people the statute requires, have asked that they not do it. And the court would then make uh, some type of ruling. What if uh, the city loses? What what happens? I mean, what what is the end result here? Well, the end result uh, would be that there would be a violation of the law. You know, I, I suppose, depending on what wants to ha- happen, it could potentially be that the counselors are held responsible for violating the law. Um would that mean fines or sanctions or? No. Um, you know, I haven't really looked into the remedies too much, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the 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 best thing that could happen, I think, is that, uh, or if the city were to lose, the best thing that can happen is that everybody who voted for something illegal just resigns. Or, you know, there's also recall. So... Um, you know, the citizens could, for example, recall Mayor Paul Nell. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the uh, the lawsuit that actually has been filed. 
uh, in uh, the third du- judicial district court. Um, and that is uh, the one. Yes, it's been served. It hasn't been filed yet. Okay, what does what does explain the legal differences there? <laughs> um, before you can file a lawsuit or, mm-hmm. or do anything with a lawsuit, first you have to give people the actual document saying how they're being sued, mm-hmm. and then they have a chance to respond to that. So, um, I, I believe it's twenty days. I, I, it's twenty and thirty days, depending on what kind petition is. So it's 20 days. So I have served Mayor Paul Nell and City Clerk Lynette Peterson with that. And hopefully if they respond and say, yeah, we made a mistake, we don't have to file it. That's my hope. What? Uh, let's talk about the incident uh, in question. This has to do with a uh, charter amendment uh, that uh, went through uh, the council, was it last October, November, sometime? November, was, November 15th. No, November of last year. Uh, explain uh, the way you see it, what happened, uh, and, and so our listeners know uh, why this, uh, why you're filing this, or while, while, you, <laughs> while you're serving this. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, just serving it, you know. I don't want to go to litigation. You know, it, it doesn't do anybody, it doesn't do the city any good to go to litigation, so hopefully the public officials will realize, you know, it's it's a serious business. But uh, getting to the facts, mm-hmm. uh, on November 15th, a charter amendment came before the city council. And charter amendments require that the vote be unanimous, according to the charter. Uh, state law says all seven have to vote in the affirmative. And a voice vote was taken because it was on the consent agenda. And, you know, my opinion is you never put those things on the consent agenda because then you have all seven that have to vote in favor of all these other things that you might have disagreements about. But anyhow, it was on the consent agenda. There was a voice vote, and you couldn't tell who voted yes. But I think there were maybe three, possibly four people that voted yes just you know, from the audio. And for our listeners out there, that audio is online at the city's website. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes. you can go back and watch it if you'd like and, and, and judge for yourself. And you saw it too, I believe, I Jeff. I have seen it uh, several times. <laughs> um, and so, you know, and, and I watched the video and the camera's focused on Mayor Pawnell and she doesn't vote. And Northfield Ordinance says if you're present not voting then you have to uh, mark, then Lynette Peterson as the city clerk has to be the one responsible for taking the votes, and you have to mark that person as present, not voting. And the paper copy says that Mayor Paul Nell voted yes. And so I confronted both, uh, well, not Mayor Paul Nell, but I went to talk to city clerk Lynette Peterson, and I said, um, Rhonda Pawnell didn't vote yes. And the response I got back, and the complaint will speak for itself, but the response I got back was, well, we'll have to check with our uh, city attorney on that. You know, my immediate thought Mm -hmm. was, well, if you can't tell a yes from a present not voting, there's a problem there. But uh, uh, it wasn't changed, and so I brought it to the council's attention. I brought it to the mayor's attention, and no one has done anything about it. Now, that seems to be uh, 
I mean, you can look at that, and uh, I, I have watched that several times, and uh, the mayor does not uh, answer yes, does not say yes, but uh, certainly it is implied, and uh, and when the voice vote was taken, they, they moved on from there. There was nobody, uh, there were no nays involved with that. So it's a bit of a... Uh, you know, technicality. Jeff, Jeff, can I interrupt you? Yeah, please. It's not a technicality. Okay. The statute says that every council member has to vote in the affirmative. Mm-hmm. And this had to do with zoning changes. Uh, let's explain uh, explain what changes were made. I believe it took uh, from a supermajority uh, down to just a simple majority uh, when voting on some of the planning issues. Yes. Um, th- the origin of this was the Craywood development in which it needed a zoning change in order for it to go in. And the uh, vote was only a majority. Only four people voted in favor of it. So by the charter, the zoning uh, change did not pass. But the council went ahead anyhow and approved the vote, approved the zoning change for Craywood so that it could be built like it is now. And I brought it to the attention and I said it did not get it did not pass. The charter says it has to be a supermajority. And so there was a discussion about that and uh our esteemed I say that sarcastically, esteemed uh city attorney announced that it did pass because state law said that they could do that. So the council wanted to change it so that Next time there was not a problem with whether it was a majority or supermajority. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Um, the the city attorney who's who deems the, uh, the 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 charter or the state law who who makes that call? Is it the city attorney? There is no procedure for that mm-hmm. in the charter. Um, there's no procedure for it in state law. So the city council just, in my opinion, basically said, we don't care if we're right or wrong. We're going to go ahead with it. And if you want to do anything about it, you have to sue us. So And so that's kind of what's, what is happening then. Well, I didn't sue on that, even, mm-hmm. even though I thought it was important. But mm-hmm. but this, you know, we can't have our mayor falsifying her vote. Mm-hmm. We we just can't have a mayor that's lying, Jeff. And we'll have uh, the mayor in at some point and uh, discuss that. Uh, she probably so, won't because she'll probably lawyer up and, you know, taxpayers will be paying for her attorney to... Where, what's the end result you're looking for out of this? Well, what I have asked and what I asked prior is mm-hmm. change it to the truth. You know, the truth is still valuable. Well, it should be. Mm-hmm. Just change it to the truth. And, um, you know, I I think this is a basis for removal from office. Now, that happened last November. Uh, the uh, ordinance that uh, was approved or not approved at that point, uh, that has not come up in proceedings since that time, has it? Has there been an additional issue? Do you foresee an additional issue coming up uh, before a, uh, you know, I guess a legal decision has been made? Um, No, the actual zoning issue has not come up again. 
and part of my argument is, you know, you didn't obey the charter to start with. Why do you want to change it now to say th- that you're in compliance with it? Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to obey it anyhow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We uh, Once again, we're talking with local attorney uh, David Lutusher, who has a couple of uh, actions uh, on the table against the uh, city of Northfield. And uh, Just to clarify, Jeff, mm-hmm. one of them is my action. The other one is the petitioners. The, the petitioners. The action. 1,100 petitioners. We, uh, you know, I'll give you one last, I guess we've kind of discussed everything that I would like to discuss. I don't know if this is making how much clearer it is, but... Uh, um, Let's. I'll give you final words. What? Uh, anything uh, you'd like to? Any parting thoughts that you'd like to leave with our audience? Yeah, I, I guess I'd like to leave with a lot of different parting thoughts, but um, maybe my parting thought is on on the whole issue of of this street reconstruction. This thirty one million dollars. I can't understand why the council doesn't just let the people vote. I can't understand mm-hmm. that. You know, this is $31 million of debt that the city is going to assume. It's more than twice the property taxes for one year. You, um, there have been, we asked uh, the the mayor about that uh, a few months ago, and she said, well, city council's, don't usually uh, the, the city does not vote uh, every time you need a street repaved or you need a street project done it's just kind of uh, a universal uh, method of uh, procedure just to have the council approve it and move on as opposed to having a, a citizens uh, vote for every single one we'd have a lot of elections well jeff what the statute says is you can go ahead and do this council but if the people object and they sign a petition, mm-hmm. 5% of them sign it, then you don't have a choice. So it's it's not as if the council has to bring everything to a vote of the citizens. Mm-hmm. Although the statute does imply that if you go into debt, you should ask the people. But there are some things that you can go in debt for. You say, people aren't going to object if we do mill and overlay. If the street needs it, the street needs it, right? Mm-hmm. But the people always have the opportunity under the law to petition their government for a redress. Mm-hmm. All right. We uh, we want to thank you so much for coming in, David. Much appreciated. Uh, we will, uh, I guess, yeah. uh, I don't know if there's going to be much more that we can uh, cover on uh, either one of these topics, at least for the time being. But uh, thanks for coming in and uh, explaining. And one last word, Jeff. I, yeah. tr- I tried to get people to come on here. There's a lot of people that don't want to speak publicly about this because they're afraid that they're going to get retaliated by the city council. And as an example, uh, the people in this area were told that work wasn't going to start until September. The second day work started, they come out, they came out and cut all their trees down. And they haven't mm-hmm. done any work. They just came and cut all their trees down, kind of like in-your-face kind of thing. It's like... Come on. Who's given those orders? Hmm. Who's given those orders? But, uh, anyhow, Jeff, David, thanks for the thank you for the lively in. conversation. <laughs> thanks for coming in, David. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you, Jeff. David Ludisher, once again, uh, local attorney and citizen. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYM at Northfield.